0: All right, episode three hundred and ninety of Global from Asia. I'm in a here in the studio. I'm in a different spot. Actually, I think most of you are watching, but for those listening, but for those watching, we have a fun one. We're going on site again here in Thailand, meeting more sellers. Let's tune in today. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight-up, actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. How's everybody doing? You know, I've been in Thailand now, back in Thailand for a few months, trying to have more content about Southeast Asia, you know, sellers here. Today's a really great episode, and uh, we went out on-site, Antoinette Jackson. She's the founder of Superbee.me using natural beeswax products, environmental friendly products, manufactured here in Chiang Mai, Thailand. She's been going at it for many, many years. She's a parent like me and she's making a lot of amazing things. So I met her at a meetup when I first got here. Actually, she helped me find my kid's school. Thanks for that. Annie or Antoinette and you know we've kept in touch and we went to go visit visit some of her setup and right around holiday time and recorded this so episode 390 of the Global From Asia show I think the URL is easy globalfromasia.com slash Superb is a pretty cool brand I have to say let's tune into the show and then after I have some prints of my books some other plans about Chiang Mai and thailand and other things for the community after this amazing interview let's tune in are you looking for a cross-border logistics company from asia to the east and the west then look no further cross better logistics is a solution for you from ocean shipping to air freight from factory to 3pl warehouse amazon fba and walmart
1: cross better logistics is an experienced service provider for e-commerce sellers and b2b traders on tps trade as a gfa partner level sponsor let them know we sent you and they'll take care of you check them out at www.crossbetter.com today
0: all right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into to another Global From Asia podcast. We're trying to do more in Thailand since we're here. And I'm really excited to have a guest, uh, e-commerce entrepreneur, Antoinette. Thanks Hi. for being here. Superb.me.
1: Yes, that's our website. Yeah.
0: So we're at your amazing location. We'll have some extra footage for those to check out afterwards. And uh, I'm... I'm really. Uh, we, we randomly got to meet at a networking lunch, and you even helped us find a school for our children. And uh, and you're a, you're a mom parent too, so it's mm-hmm. it's really great um, to get to know you and uh, and uh, to be able to have your story today. So thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah, I'm grateful for the connection too. It's been nice to meet you, and um, thanks for inviting me to talk with you today.
0: Sure. Yeah. So. So, maybe it was a start, the basics, you know, how did, you know, you're, um...
1: What do you want to know?
0: <laughs> the basics, maybe, you know, how did you come to Thailand? How did you uh, decide why we're, here? why we're in Thailand?
1: Uh, so, I'm from Australia and, and my husband's German and we were living in Germany and he he works in IT. He's a programmer and maybe he's one of the first digital nomads i don't know
0: (laughs) he was chatting to me about hong kong company and set up and doing development
1: yeah we just had this moment our oldest son who's 18 now he he had to go to school in germany and we were like you know maybe we don't want to go down that route of sending our kids to school and staying here because we both traveled before and we love to travel so we wanted to like continue our travelling journey and share that with our kids and, and so we Lutz asked his clients, Hey, do you mind if like I live in Thailand and work for you? And they're like, Well we don't really see you anyway and we only <laughs> talk to you on Skype so actually we don't care and we were like, Okay, great and Ilvi had just been born. She was under one. Nice. And we just got rid of like all our stuff. It was such a liberating experience. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So we all had there were four of us and we had twenty kilograms each. And then we just left. Great. Yeah.
0: Great. That's a... Uh, so then I'm trying to like, gauge how old she is, but that's uh, what? She's
1: 13. So
0: so 12, about 12 yeah. years then. Mm. Great. And then the, the super beast story, how did that...
1: Yeah, so I think the first five years I was like a full-time mom and supporting Lutz while he was tapping away <laughs> to anything but I was always kind of trying to start businesses and having ideas because I like to I don't know do stuff and um, yeah and then I think Ilvi was already six at that time and I had learn about this like alternative to plastic and i'm a i'm a naturalist obviously this yeah is this is really so cool. being connected to nature for me and my family is really important so yeah i started to develop this product which replaced single-use plastic and at that time yeah i don't know it was just for fun and i was playing around with the beeswax and all these like fabrics and natural products and developed this product and then I started to sell it at the markets, at the school Christmas markets, and everyone just loved them, and I was like, selling out. And, um, and then, yeah, we made a website. I asked, I, like, Lutz, like, do you think you can make a website for me? And he's like, magic, ding. ding." And then I made a video with my friend, um, Dominic, and we made it, and I put it up on Facebook with the launch of the website. And then we went to bed, and the next morning it had over a million views.
0: Wow! Yeah.
1: And like five million by the end of the week, and that was kind of like how it's a great was start on. Yeah. And I think, yeah, because we had like many international connections they shared for us and supported us, and yeah, and that's kind of how it started.
0: So cool. So. This will be audio and video, just so you know. We mm-hmm. started as an audio podcast. But uh, I think for those watching, maybe we could see some yeah. of the products you, you brought.
1: I also have, like, um, product videos you can also put mm. in if you want. Okay. But, uh, like, the first product and what we sell, like, really internationally yeah, this, now yeah. in, like, 25 countries. Um, it's, like, normally in America you call, yeah. like, saran wrap. Mm-hmm or glad wrap or clean film or whatever, wherever you're from. So what you do is you use it like you would the plastic wrap and then you can wash and reuse it that for great. up to two years. Yeah. So they come in all kinds of sizes. This Christmas market, we would finally have tourists back in Shanghai. Yeah, so we made back. some elephant prints and cool. we print on organic cotton. And um, since the launch of the beeswax wrap, we just continued to try and find... Um, and develop products that can replace single-use plastic so plastic you would use in your house or your bathroom or your laundry where you just like use it once and throw it away mm-hmm. and yeah so it's been a really yeah great Yes, nice great journey for it it's a, for it's me, a yeah. good
0: mission too right yeah, it it feels feels really, great.
1: yeah so
0: then you say so you then inv- you kind of like develop this i'm kind of curious just to process how you
1: You'll have to come to the... Yeah, I feel like
0: house. I was, yeah, yeah I was, so maybe I it's created, another video we can do.
1: So I made the first, uh, I cut out like an old table and I created the first equipment. I think like looking back that whole like first developing the product, that was definitely like such a happy place for me. Like when I think about that, like developing the product and the equipment and how to do it and then, yeah, finding people to help and yeah, that whole, yeah, really fun nice yeah
0: so you
1: just like wrap it and it sticks and you can put it directly on food and we we had to get like food safety certification mm. and stuff which is really hard when you have an innovative product that no one's ever tested before
0: i so, can imagine yeah. being first is always hard <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's uh, it's also innovation which is ex- exciting yeah and it fits our name of our show global from asia we started the podcast in 2013 uh to help people like what you're doing starting and growing a company within asia Hmm. and you know a lot of times it's china and hong kong but we've done some in other parts of asia and this is definitely so so you're selling you have a thai company and you sell all around the world from from the thai company
1: yeah and it's not easy
0: (laughs) (laughs) i could imagine like
1: bureaucracy in general and administration and working within government you know Tax and so on like when you know I'm not fluent in Thai I don't read and write it so well so I have to trust my my team and and you know I think it just works actually but it's not it's not easy yeah
0: yeah it's definitely definitely international business is 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 uh not easy but it's kind of fascinating it's it's fun, it, it's fun I, right yeah, like i challenge, was yeah. challenging
1: like i had friends like who live in australia and she you know if i was to live in australia there's all these government departments that can give me advice and you know tell me how to do things and grants and funding and everything you know it's all kind of there but here you just have like limited resources and then there's like, if you're not Thai, then yeah. you're limited. Like, you don't get it because you're a Thai director. And these things are really like hard sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you want to share some tips about the process for those mm. registering here. Yeah, you know, I know there's, you know, <clears throat> it might be, it boring, but I know people like to, to understand. I
1: think people want to know. They yeah, do want to know. People ask me a lot. I know. Um, so yeah, there's many ways to skin a cat. right mm. So there's different ways. there's obviously like a BOI.
0: Yeah, that's the popular.
1: That's the one, one I keep where you can fully hundred percent on your business as a foreigner. you can employ as many foreigners as you like. Um, you don't pay tax for the first few years, but it kind of depends on the category that you're in. there's different categories um actually the office at the boi really friendly and helpful so like before you took the route of like getting a lawyer and all that stuff i would advise like to go down to the office and just like inform yourself first to kind of like know if you're even eligible Mm. for it um it's a lot of tech companies or e-commerce like people who are like developing apps they tend to get it much
0: Easier. I understand
1: yeah
0: yeah I feel like Thailand a big challenge is like company and immigration like they're sure they're more challenged I guess there's more people that want to live here so they don't need to attract people but uh, visas is always something in Thailand I hear it's uh, not
1: that bad like if you have a legitimate business that you can hire for yeah. Thai people and you are making money, and you can pay for your visa, and pay tax, and mm-hmm. do all of that, then I think it's really not that hard. Okay. Like, people are like, oh, it must be hard, but in a way, for me, the process was not hard, it just, you just, you know, go through the list, do this, do that, yeah. and so on.
0: Well, I think a lot of the other probably ones I think is hard are the digital nomads that are really mm-hmm. don't want any any kind of commitment yeah. or any kind of yeah, investment. Yeah, we
1: always for that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's kind of relevant to the next part. You have, like, staff and operations and, and a location think, and everything.
1: I think that's why it's quite trouble-free for me because I'm employing local people yeah. and helping the community and I'm involved in the community and I'm not just like enjoying life in Thailand, yeah. And giving back like our business is also a social enterprise so it's part of our like kind of mission or objective mm-hmm. is to like pay it forward and you know try and make it prosperous for you know more than just me
0: got it <laughs> I guess. that makes sense so I yeah want
1: to be prosperous but well yeah. I think
0: you know I try to tell people about governments you know when you set up a company they want you to add value to their country right they're not yeah. just like trying to give you note no tax no cost no no, right easily well
1: that's part of the boi the concept is like you have to show that you're giving something to thailand that they can't necessarily or don't have the resources to do right now that you would maybe like train people or you know give something with your expertise if you come from overseas mm -hmm. that's valuable too
0: yeah okay so what were some of the the hardships that you overcame i mean you're you're a a mom you're living overseas you know you're Mm. starting your business or it was pretty straightforward i guess you had a good launch with the video
1: the launch was really good and i think we were flowing quite nicely up until maybe covid hit yeah yeah that was kind of tough for us but I think it was a good opportunity. I think it had been too easy (laughs) for me the first few years. So I had to like put my big girl pants on and (laughs) really like look hard at the business and, you know, look at profitability and what we really needed to do. And, and yeah, I think it was a great experience in the end. Great learning experience. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I know COVID was hard, but I feel I guess, what well, you're mentioning about retail, so you're selling also locally? Yeah. So I mean, for local, that's b- but you're, yeah, you're doing, I know you're doing multiple channels and everything. <laughs> that's a lot, so.
1: Yeah, like, our biggest customer pre-COVID was, like, european uh retail stores like mm. homewares and giftwares and airport shops and all these things kind of closed down at yeah that time. although we were on amazon and everything so that just kind of kept us running but it was just interesting to have to pivot and kind of call some products and um we also had to let go of people which was really, really yeah that's hard, hard. yeah it yeah, was quite tough but in terms of like having a business in thailand it's always difficult communication because it's like another culture so you have to to manage things in maybe a different way
0: yeah i, f- I feel i feel it's most in asia too you got to be more sensitive i feel that's sure. my where western especially americans are like just di- pretty straight direct and mm. it usually i especially in china but also Thai, i think thailand you can i'd love your your input but I have to be kind of delicate to delivering this to them.
1: Yeah. It's like, I like it here because it is about kind of slowing down and that whole like Buddhist lifestyle of like slowing down, being present, thinking about like where you are and what you want to say to someone. And yeah, I think that's, yeah, definitely increases my mindfulness perhaps. Yeah. But in Australia or America, it's probably more like gang ho.
0: Yeah. are Kind of, I kind of like... I've been here so long, my friends in the West say I've become more Asian or, like, less direct, you know? Yeah. Like, I kind of have... I kind of like... More le- polite. Maybe it's polite. <laughs> I, f- I like it more. I kind of... I feel like some Western friends of mine are so aggressive and direct, you know? Yeah. Like, but it's a nice lifestyle.
1: We do have some problems here. Like, for example, during COVID... It wasn't just COVID. It was because we... Um, extended our range of products. So during COVID, I also launched about like 10 new products, which is probably not so smart, but somehow I pulled it off and we survived. But we wanted to get like a loan from the bank, for example. Mm. And our numbers were still good, and um, what would happen was the banks here in Chiang Mai would be like, yeah, sure, no problem. they come and visit us, we show them the books, and you know they n- know that we're a legitimate business for more than five years and whatever. But then it would get to Bangkok and they'd be like, nope, foreign director, no,
0: not happening.
1: And that happened, like, a few times. And, yeah, it's really disheartening because, like, Lutz and I, like, my husband, we run the business together. He's the IT guy still.
0: Great, great.
1: And, yeah, it's frustrating because we try to do everything we can to do things right here. And we've lived here for 12 years, so, you know... Yeah, but it's just how it is, and in the end, we found a bank. Um, it's called Exim Bank. If anyone, wants ah, to Bank. It's only for like export and import, and you need a PO.
0: Yeah, purchase orders. Um,
1: yeah. To get it, but still, they gave us credit now, and it's great. Said, yeah, it's really amazing. Nice. I went. I brought them lots of gifts. <laughs>
0: yeah, <I was> like <laughs> that's, that's great to know. They because even like my life. Yeah yeah i think that's one of the hardships in asia especially as west i guess probably any foreigner outside of their home country but in the u.s there's so easy credit i think even non-americans in the u.s can get credit fairly easily
1: they give them to babies there <laughs> yeah you're born like here you go here's a credit
0: card here's a loan <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it is kind of that yeah. is some troubles it's almost too easy but i know amazon sellers too like they can get financing pretty easily if they're a U.S. company,
1: yeah, but here you can't even get like a credit card. So we have like kind of credit cards, but they're debit cards. You have to put money on them to use them. Yeah. and you know, if you said to your friends back at home, I can't, I can't, I can't have a credit card for my business to run my business, it'd be just insane, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, it's true. Everybody gets, but it kind of makes you. You can't grow as fast, but it makes you a little bit more conservative. We're I debt guess.
1: free. Yeah,
0: that frees yeah, away.
1: and that's amazing. So I'm I'm grateful in a way, sure, but it's still nice to have it, and you need that kind of backup sometimes, depending on orders. So um, here it works like if you borrow, if you would just go and buy like a TV and a car, all like don't pay cash, like always go on credit. You have to like show that you can pay off credit a lot, and then you can get like a credit card for two million baht. Cool. but I don't need. Yeah. Anything.
0: yeah i I use a i mostly still operate through hong kong but uh i have one credit card there but i'm starting to use a debit card just because it forced and i have funds
1: Mm. yeah it's better to keep it under control especially with like internet fraud and Mm -hmm. stuff it's really on the rise in australia right now
0: everywhere it's scary Mm. last pass i used that and they heard they just got hacked again and it's a serious one and i'm just so so paranoid (laughs) sure it's scary it's scary yeah so back, back to business, and uh, so you're sourcing, you, we were chatting when you are walking, so these are from all kinds of different farms all throughout?
1: Yeah, so the beeswax comes from a, a farmer co-op, so it's, the hives are actually placed between Chiang Rai and Lampang, which is, I don't know.
0: I've heard there, I think. Maybe
1: I'm, 600 kilometers maybe seven, maybe longer. I don't know. And there's just like beehives and then it all gets collected in one place. Mm. And and then it comes to us and, um, the cotton we imported from India in the beginning. And then we found a Thai supplier, which was great for a while, Nice. but COVID killed them. So now we're importing from India again, which has its own challenges. Um, but it's great cotton, and in the end, I think most of the cotton, the best quality comes from there, and it's still within Asia, so we have a really tight supply chain because everything's coming pretty much locally.
0: Yeah, I like it.
1: Yeah, and we make everything here, and, and then we're shipping overseas, so we try to keep our carbon footprint also really low from having like local supply chain. And, yeah, we don't have supply issues
0: that's nice to hear right and nothing from china seems i was waiting to hear china
1: we do we have like these bamboo cups okay so we i actually got them made someone wrote me from china hey we can put your logo so i just bought some from my team and some friends and then they got really popular so then we put it
0: yeah it's hard to avoid you know i still do a lot from china yeah i mean even in thailand i think i'm studying the studying the little you know and a lot are still buying f- r- raw materials from China yeah. and things. So.
1: Yeah, and it's not far.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not far. There's also stuff
1: coming road, by road.
0: Oh, there is. Mm. Interesting. That's good to know.
1: Yeah, there's some sneaky COVID <laughs> road transporter.
0: <laughs> Learning. Maybe the...
1: cut that bit out, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I believe us keep it interesting. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, we have a guy if you need one.
0: Awesome, awesome, <laughs> okay. That's great. And let me think. So the hardships, I guess the, we talked about the company set up and you're hiring the company a lot local. limited
1: is a different... So we have a Thai company limited. We're not oh. a BOI. Oh, you're not? Okay. Yeah. So we have Thai shareholders.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if you want to give some pros, cons, or tips. or.
1: Okay, so... It's like this, you can, the law says that a foreigner can only own 49% of a company limited. But of course, there's ways around that. So you, a lot of lawyer or law firms will, um, I don't know even know what that's called legally. Are they like silent shareholders? Yeah,
0: I've heard, of I've, we've talked to this. Yeah, this so people
1: can like, they, the law firms will provide you with these silent shareholders who sign like a non-disclaimer or something that says actually like the shares belong to you and and so on. It's a little bit strange. You just have to be like... You know. Yeah, this
0: is Asia. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I chose to ask two very close friends to help oh, me Oh, that's out. good. That's great. And in return, I share um, dividend with them. Great. At the end of the financial year. And just being to let it be known that i'm glad i didn't have some random people who i don't know because if you change law firm let's say you you don't like them anymore they will have that connection
0: mm. and not you
1: and i very very regular especially with amazon i need my shareholders yeah, I, think I was telling you we we're yeah, having this issue one of my shareholders let her passport expire so you so you need you need to have actually Thai shareholders. I think people that are close to you that won't mind running to the bank to sign something on a Tuesday afternoon or send you like, um, that, you know, passport copies, or, um, they have to do like a credit check, for example, for the loan and things. So you definitely, for me personally, I think it's just nicer to know my shareholders Mm -hmm. and, um, but I know maybe other people, they don't. But most of my friends here, they usually have a Thai partner. So for Lutz and I, like like you and Wendy also, right? Yeah. Yeah, you are not Thai. So yeah, it's just a bit complicated and it's just like the way probably thousands of foreigners just do it here and you just like do it and just keep going. Obviously, if you wanna sell your business, I think it gets a bit tricky. I'm not. Saying. Yeah, well, I know it gets done, and it's. I don't know. I
0: mean, I'm there's not. two ways. Of, I mean, there's two ways of selling a business. One is uh, selling the full company, and the other is selling the assets. Like mm. they don't need to, the complications of the shareholders and the mm. company. They buy the. The accounts, the IP, the brands. Understand. So that's how a lot of investors do it. You know, even with the Amazon businesses that buy and sell, they're just doing asset asset sales, not right. not company sales. Right. I've sold before, and then I'm stuck with the company. <laughs> I keep, basically, the one big one is non compete.
1: Yeah. Right. They
0: don't want you to, of course, just redo it with a different name. Mm-hmm. So you, that's important to the yeah. buyer. But usually they like kind of leave you with that liability because they also don't know what you've signed or done or you're like financing and stuff mm. like that. So usually, of course, it might be... But yours might be different because you have employees and they want to maybe keep those people. But if it's just the assets and the s- and sales channels...
1: Yeah, it's interesting because like we're not just e-commerce. Because like a lot of people who live in Chiang Mai, for example, most people are really digital nomads. So it's always kind of i feel a bit lonely sometimes because yeah. <laughs> i have like operation where are men yeah. manufacturer, you know it's
0: more valuable Designing
1: though. product about so we do it all here so it's sometimes really hard for me to find like people that are doing similar things mm, that are yeah. not just digital yeah but i love i love that we're doing that part
0: yeah, yeah that's real you know it's harder but it's also value and uh and can like you said impact more people locally sure. and, and add more value to the economy yeah all right i think i think we're wrap, getting to the, the wrap up uh, of course super me. Yeah. i love the, the name and uh people can buy it right off the site or it's on amazon or stores yeah i know you have some big stores you sell to and
1: yes we just got into the maya supermarket nice. in the u.s great yeah. and yeah, they make also great corporate gifts. We have, like, gift boxes. That's and a good one. I think it's nice. Is that Luna? Is she in the shop? Is oh, there. It.
0: <laughs> like, it's a dog there. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Is Luna?
1: Luna. Okay?
0: Oh, yeah. Luna. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> I think it's nice just, like, in general to think about, like, where products come from and, you know, waste and, you know, what we're doing for the planet
0: great yeah thanks annie thanks really a pleasure thanks for having us here it's really an amazing amazing place and wish you all the best in the growth of the company thank you okay thank you thank you and thank you to our sponsor our returning sponsor mercury.com online bank well it's a real bank but you can do it totally online for us our blimp program participants are going through this as well thank you mercury travis is great there he's been on our show he's been in our events we're gonna have another event where we will have them attending as well and if you want to get a little bonus for you and us if you sign up and do some special circumstances you can go to globalformationcom mercury i also have a video tutorial that we use even for the blimp people they use the same exact video to learn how to use it i hope can check it out totally free why not see you there thank you annie that was fun i took the kids wendy went with me we did a recording we had some catch up. saw some of her setup there really cool really really nice i learned a few things i hope you learned some few things thanks thanks annie for sharing and we hope to get her more involved in what's happening here in thailand also the borders of china are opening i think when this show goes live they will have just reopened i'm seeing articles like there's limiting like 50 or 60 thousand people per day but i feel like things are getting back to normal i think 2023 is kind of getting it only took three years of covid but i think maybe china asia the world will be reopening we got a meetup planned here in chiang mai at Hub 53 like old times if you're in this area you want to meet up Saturday afternoon, January 28th at Hub 53, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. I'll be there with one of the founders of Hub 53. She's really great. We met up. We'll talk about Amazon and e-commerce and other things. It'll be a free one. Just get people together that are here. In a couple weeks from now, save the date. Or check it out at events.globalfromasia.com. Also, I got my book here. I haven't talked about her too much, but Snook on the team is working with us. Don introduced us. She's great. She's working here with us in Thailand. She's a local Thai. And she helped me get these books printed. They're pretty huge. These are my my favorite book of the four I've written, e-commerce gladiator. But we also, of course, have China Startup, Hong Kong Supercharged, as well as Destination China. So going to print those out too for the events and for the meetups. Also going hard into Cross Border Summit for November. Still got to pick a date. I think we got the venue. been talking to some people about speaking already. Got to get that going. We're printing out X banners, printing out signs. You can see my backdrop. Trying to get things back to normal, trying to reignite things. If you're interested in getting more involved with the community, we'd love to do that. We also have our GFA VIP online mastermind every month. Things are rolling, things are pushing. I mean, if anything, it's been I've been working my butt off harder than ever. So I just really am excited to get into the 2023. This is the first show of the year. I'm gonna try to get to China. Friends are already trying to re-invite me back. Of course, I, I have a lot of great business and friends there. I'm just excited to get the world back to normal. Hope you are too. Let's just keep on working hard doing our best, trying to have some fun and make some connections. What do you think of my new setup here? I kind of had to move some things around for this recording, got the GFA backdrop, but I know a lot of you just listen. You know, actually some new potential guests on the show are listeners for a long time. And you know, I think they're on Podbean, there's on Spotify, they're on iTunes, they're on WeChat, or on Avalanche or something like that. They're there's everywhere. So wherever you're listening or watching, I hope you enjoy this show. I'm trying to keep the show engaging and fun and educational and unique. Thank you so much, but keep November in your mind for Cross Border Summit here in Thailand. I'm most likely Chiang Mai, I think. I'm just – I don't want to – I don't know. I want to stick it around here. Thanks for watching or listening. See you all later. Bye-bye. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.